Digging 25 pounds. <laughs> with, 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 with type 1 diabetes. What? <laughs> oh, shoot. She make, make this yellow cake, nigga. Woo! Don't drop don't, that cake. That shit was no, no, no. Nah. You can't drop that cake. Never drop that cake. Welcome to Views from the Floor Podcast. This is Nico. Just cause. Yo, it's Taz. And we here, man. You know, you know, it's not a pod if Taz ain't eating. Sure ain't. It's not. This is it true. Is That's why we need a we need l- listen. A merch idea. Check it. Boom. T shirt. Taz. Taz with a thickness shirt on. With the with the braids, bowl or something. So put some ramen, put some ramen noodles on the floor. Yeah, yeah, like that. yeah. Had a fork, had a fork coming out, got the ramen yeah. hanging off of it. My nigga, what you eating over there? Yeah, collard greens, man. Woo, who made them? It's out the can, bro. <laughs> it's out the what? It's out the can, man. Oh, it's uh, but but it's the uh, is it the Margaret Holmes? Is it the Margaret Holmes or the uh, other one? It, uh, it don't uh, matter. You said can. I don't care no more. It's so good. You got to put them bunions in there, man. Put that whole pig foot that you got. Ain't just no, throw it in there. No, ain't no smoked turkey in there. I don't trust it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. Nah, I'm not rolling. I'm not rolling. Yo, I'm going to tell y'all out there right now, whoever's watching, <laughs> if you eat, if you if you decide to eat collard greens out of can, you should slap the fuck out of yourself. <laughs> and let me tell you something. That's how y'all know Taz is the most truthful out of all of us. We would have never told We would have lied. Nah, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going down with the lie. No, ain't no I way. Made, I made this shit yesterday. Yeah, word. Word, you know what I mean? And then, but see... The thing about it was, then the follow-up question, I know I was going to ask, so what you put in it? <laughs> like, what you put in it? You got to keep the lie going. I know that. And I'd have been like, I'll put your sloppy mama seasoning in it. A little bit of vinegar. Speaking of smoked turkey necks, dog, I need some oxtails. Mm. Hey, man. I, eat every, I eat it every week, baby. Bro, it got to. The Jamaican spot across from across from the Marriott. All right, I'm I'm gonna go. Kingston or whatever. Kingston. I think Kingston home style. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me say this. It's real good. They cabbage trash. Yeah, the cabbage is they trash. Rice, I'll say the, that. the rice is good sometimes. The mac and cheese is good too. Well, that shit, boy. Damn. Yeah, right. that, that that cabbage, the cabbage is too crunchy for me. I'm a, I'm a, I'll probably, maybe sometime this weekend, maybe. But them oxtails is word. Um, how's your week been, fellas? It's been good. Um, what have I done this week? I haven't done anything. I ain't done anything. Mm-hmm. Birthday tomorrow. That's right. You're going to be, what, 49? 
49 and a half, my nigga? 34, right? 30, 30, 34, 34. 34, 34. Still looking good. Still getting normal erections. When when does that stop? Like I don't when, know. when you know I what I mean? Know. I I need I need to talk to some people. I need to do some research so I know as like, long, as, when it's coming. As long as the as long as the blood is flowing, mm. yeah. things should be growing. <laughs> 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 and remember this, y'all. Black also don't crack unless you use it. <laughs> Black. Oh, okay. Okay. Black. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm. I'm rolling. I guess. Sure. This is a plethora of information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just throw it. Just throwing it in there. Uh, how was your week, Jay? It was good, though. It was good. You know, I got some uh, some closure or some things that I needed. I then uh, you know, just been having a productive week. That's cool, man. Well, I'll, I'll let y'all in on a little bit of my weekend. So one day, one day, I decided I'm going to go to the studio session. No, I wasn't oh. rapping or making no music or nothing like that. I'm just, I'm just the guy behind the camera filming stuff. You know what I mean? That's all. I'm filming stuff. Was there from like, I don't know, 6.45 to about almost 12. Dog, I woke up the next morning. It was Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. I woke up the next morning because struggling. Struggling. Like, you know, I don't, I couldn't understand it. I didn't, I didn't get it. I couldn't explain what was happening. And then fast forward a couple of days, working pretty tough this week or whatever. Nothing too crazy, you know. Um, last night, which is Wednesday, go to a rock concert. Go to see All in Witches with Lane Clay and uh Mr. David. Um went to that concert. It was a phenomenal show. The uh the group that uh opened, I think their name was uh the Swell Fellas, they was phenomenal. And then All Them Witches is phenomenal. And what's crazy about All Them Witches is they got a fiddle player in the band. But what's crazy about it, man, so these two guitarists is killing it. The drummer is killing it. And the fiddle player also played the keys. So he's just over there just tapping on the keys a little bit. And then when the song getting crazy, he just pop up and play the fiddle. Like slow as hell, but it it works. It's weird as hell. Shit just works. So we out there jamming. My watch is telling me I'm in this massive workout because we jamming, right? Then <laughs> got home. I don't know. Got home about twelve thirty. Probably went to bed about one one thirty. Woke up, dog. Contemplating life, man. I couldn't understand it. I'm not as young as I once was, bro. We are not young anymore. Because I remember we used to do stuff like that all the time, like back to back to back. When we was a little bit younger, like in our 20s, nothing. I just wake up, good to go. Nah, fam, I can't do it no more. I'm done with it, man. If it ain't like, 
if it ain't like normal like working hours on like on the weekend or something, nah, I'm cool. I can't do nigga. it no more. I can't. Signs that you are washed, nigga. You are washed, bro. Damn. I've been I've been trying not to fall asleep all damn day. All day. It just I'm done down here. I'm done. I ain't know it's gonna come this it's fast, but it's here, bro. Nah, it is something wrong with that. Cause this my mind don't feel no like time. I'm done, but my body is like it's a wrap. I'm s i am I got <laughs> coffee to the side of me right now. Nigga, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you like I told tell myself all the time. I I lived my fucking life. Okay, I've been partying and you had a great time then and fucked off and everything in my younger years. By the time I hit about 26, 27, fuck all that shit. I'm trying to be in the house. And now, y'all niggas is over 30. It's time for you to sit your ass down. Your body is not ready for this. That's a sometime. You did this shit twice in a week. <laughs> that's, that's true. You can only do your know fam. My body said, yo, you gotta relax. <laughs> you gotta relax, bro. You gotta relax. Fam, let me let you get one off. So here's the thing, right? We went to the orange pill. Now the orange pill is literally connected to Wicked Weed, which is a brewery. We went to the brewery to eat, then went to the orange pill. So we was drinking. Once we got the Wicked Weed, we ain't stopped drinking until we left. <laughs> we was drinking, and then I just started. You know what I mean? I just started giving everybody a pound on the sidewalk. They was coming out of, of the venue. I was just giving people a pound. I even gave a couple people a hug. I was wild. <laughs> I was wild. Don't I don't know, man. It just I can't do this shit no more, dog. It's over for me. It's over. I got like two times I can probably do something like that a month. I can't I can't do nothing like that no more, dog. I just can't. I know Taz don't do do any of that no more. So he don't even know what I'm talking about. He can't feel what I feel. I ain't trying to. <laughs> as soon as we get off this pod, dog, I'm passing out. It's a wrap. I, I, I'm telling you, I just drank this cup of coffee, and I'm still sleepy. This is exhausted. That's God's way of telling you your old ass need to be in the house. It's tough, man. It's tough when your mind wants you to go and your body's like, yo, you got to relax. No, it said it, you don't have to relax. You just got to check in first. Anybody tell you, your body didn't tell you you can do that back then. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I gave it a couple days. I gave it a couple no, days. I did it Sunday. Monday, I was like, yo, I'm a little sluggish, but I'll be all right. Then Wednesday, I was like, yeah, I'm cool. No. Do one one week and do one the next. We need some breaks. Nah, man. I guess so. I I don't have no choice now. I ain't got no say so in the matter. But anyway, let's uh let's keep it moving. We stay here long enough. I gotta get <laughs> I gotta get to some stuff here. We got a couple conversations. Now, my thing is, Taz, do you want to talk free agency real quick? Or do you want to talk? Uh, I got a rant about Colin Kaepernick, and I, and we got to talk about Deshaun Watson. So you pick we'll which. Keep it brief. 
Look, we can keep it brief with the free agency thing. You see, uh, you see, uh, Adams went to the Raiders. Yes, love it. Love the move. It's pretty love cool. The move. He got the, he got the bag. Mm-hmm. Plus them. Good God. Yeah. So Derek Carr gets his old college. Buddy yeah, and he back. get his college buddy. So he should they, have a career year. They said it was gonna be the last dance, man. They did, and it's crazy. But everybody was like, "What's a Rod? A Rod signed." Knowing well enough that they were gonna trade him. Yeah, I mean, he told him, like the Packers said, we was gonna, we was gonna give him that money. Like the money was gonna be the same. Everything was gonna be the same. They was not, they was not um, shying away from giving him the contract. It wasn't that. He just said, hey, I, you know what I mean. This is where I want to go to. Like, yeah, I want to leave. They said, okay, this is awesome. They 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 honored that. I like that. I like that. See, that's how that's how a lot of other sports do it. They don't just like, you know, blindside you with some bullshit. Right. They go, you know what? Where you want to go? Like, let's make this happen. Um, Kentucky just got beat. March Madness, bro, it's mm. crazy. This this first day has been wild. That's true. Um. What what else what else in free agency happened? A whole bunch uh, of people getting released. Yeah, a lot of people got we we uh we signed Yannick and Gakwe. So that's not that's bad awesome. though. What's crazy? The the crazy thing about that is I ain't know my man's name was uh Rocky Shin. <laughs> yeah, his crazy. name is Rocky Shin. Rocky Shin. That's yes. crazy. We traded Rock, him. Rocky Shin. No. I Literally rocking. <laughs> um, um we traded him. Baker. Baker's that Yo, He acting like a big baby, bro. He really is. But he always like been you. like that. Even with yeah. um even with like when Hugh Jackman uh what's his name? Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he got fired, he got fired. And then Cincinnati hired him, and then when they played mm-hmm. him. He was staring them down, doing all this stuff. It's like, even some interviews like, yo, do you not realize he got fired? He didn't leave you. He got fired. They let his ass go. He can go wherever he want to. A big been like that since Oklahoma, though. That's true. He he a big baby, bro. He wanted he really to always did. be about him. Bro, you a quarterback of a franchise. They gave you the keys. Yeah. You are yeah, always going to be. And two bad years. You always gonna yeah. get reevaluated, always. Just like hey, coaches, just like other players. Exactly, he got mad. Look, Deshaun Watson is better. I'm, it's hands, feet, shoulders better than you are. Of course, they gonna try to go after him, bro. He's he's probably the most talented quarterback in the league. I, I, yeah, and they had a chance to get him. Of course, they're gonna try to go get him. Send your ass to Houston. I do think he is going to end up in um in Atlanta though. Oh, Deshaun. I think he's going to end up in Atlanta because he's from Gainesville. Yeah, I know. But so either I think he's going to. It's either going to be Atlanta or um Carolina. I don't think he's going to go to New Orleans. Nah, I don't, nah, I don't think he's going. I think Jameis will end up getting re-signed back down there. Um, now of course they have thrown the Colts in there. Saying that Jameis is a possible landing spot, but I think that if Deshaun ends up going to Atlanta, 
they're gonna end up trading Matt Ryan, and hey, he could be he could land in Indianapolis, which I don't think is a bad thing. Y'all gotta stop. Yeah, y'all can't. Y'all can't. Yeah, dude, the Colts can't stop themselves. They no, see a no, quarterback and it seems shiny, and y'all gonna go get him. Look, we can we can take Jameis still crab legs and. Mm -hmm. I take <laughs> pussy and crab legs, Winston. <laughs> we can take him, which I think is I think is awesome, because um, he's still young. He's proven. I mean, the man can throw the ball. I mean. The, most of that now the interception thing is not really a problem I don't think um, but you know yo that interception shit was wild a couple years ago it was it was, was, was fluky yeah that was not all his fault man them receivers just he you know he rarely overthrew a person yeah that, he rarely overthrew somebody. yeah they was inventing ways to give the ball away it was it yeah. was wild um but we still trying to see what the, the chips gonna be with that whole San Fran thing are they gonna get rid of Garoppolo. Oh, I don't think Jimmy gonna be there. I, think, I don't think he will be I either. Think, so. I think Jimmy gonna leave. Um, the Chargers is just getting everybody. Look, look, I am a, I am a Charger fan now. I am a Charger uh, get out of here. Now. You now, gotta I'm, die I'm, with I'm, your I'm, ship, I'm, dog. Look, I'm I'm not I'm an Indianapolis heart heart through and through. But look though, I am gonna get my cousin jersey. I am gonna do that, and I gotta give me a Khalil Mack jersey. I gotta get a Khalil for Mack sure. Jersey. That's. That's the crazy part. How the fuck did they pull off Khalil Mack? That's a good question. How they, how they pull off Khalil Mack? And how the hell the uh, Buffalo Bills get Von Miller? Bro, look, look, Von, and they look, gave him got, a stupid bag. Look, check it, though. So, Von, smart move, though. You got a young team that was that close. Oh, yeah, for and sure. You know you know they're going to go. And they had the best, one of the best pass rushes last year. So, they get after the ball. They get after the quarterback. So you just insert him, he takes it to the next level. Even though he's getting up there in age, he's still high productive. So you got a young quarterback, young receiving core. And they probably gonna make some moves at receiver in this coming week. Yeah. because uh, they let they let Beasley go. So they need another slot guy. I mean so, Beasley ain't no better yeah. than all three of us. That's true. But um I think they're gonna they gonna make some they're gonna pull a trigger on some a wide receiver that's free agent right now. Um that defense is gonna be stellar. Yeah. They get they get uh Tredavious, they get Tredavious, uh White back who hurt who got his hurt who got hurt. Oh, that's a know. nigga name. <laughs> Word. <laughs> and guess what? Though? Hey, you never know. Some uh, OBJ might end up. Might end up. End up where? In Buffalo. He ain't going to no fucking Buffalo. That ain't happening. I know you was right about him going to the Rams, but he ain't going to Buffalo, dog. <laughs> Jimmy might come back. I think Sammy will be there before he. Because the thing is, they just signed Allen Robinson. So. Yeah, and but. They, got Robert Wood coming back. Yeah, but they said they still trying to keep uh, Odell. Because remember, he hurt. You know what I mean? Like, he hurt. So they can still sign him. They can still sign him. And then if he get better during the year, you got four receivers instead of, you know. My gosh. Shit. Um, I'm just saying though. I definitely I'm thought I definitely thought uh, Vaughn was gonna run it back with the Rams though. I, I thought was, I thought he was gonna go back to Denver. Yeah, because of all the tweets speaking and of shit. That, yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, oh yeah, they got Russ. That's crazy wow. too. 
Like, wow, that that whole that whole AFC West is gonna be just phenomenal. Oh yeah, it's gonna be nasty, that's, bro. Like that's why I say keep your eyes on that because mm-hmm. ain't no other, there's no other division I'm looking at this year besides that division right there. It's crazy how it goes in waves. Like it does. it's certain divisions that just dominate for years and then they fall off. Yeah, they they just kind of move on. Um, yeah. Nah, I'm excited for. I'm excited for this year coming. I'm always excited when off season shit happens, even yeah. though like during the year is like whatever. But the off season stuff is what I'm always excited about. Yeah, and they got draft coming up. That's, that's yeah. always good to see. But um, uh, old buddy, uh, Julio Jones got released. Yeah, that's crazy. I would love to see where he ends up. Fucking anyway, dude. What's crazy is. You can take all the free agents, like the guys, like the big name guys. You can put them all on the team, and they'll. You, you really can. They win ten, eleven games easy. You really can. This is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I think he'll. I think honestly, I got honest truth though. Who you'll end up in Tampa? You think I so? It. I can see it. Think about eight. I'm at quote unquote. Veteran receiver who's on the tail end of his career. Mm-hmm. Tom back, baby. Yeah. Tom came back. Yeah, he hey, don't have to worry not? about being the number one, but he can still exactly. get he can still you get his yards Godwin. and stuff just like AB exactly. did. Exactly. You got Godwin there. Um, Mike Evans did he? Is he? Uh, Mike Evans. Mike Evans still there. Mm-hmm. Perfect situation. You're right. Perfect situation. Perfect situation. You're right. Also, oh, be, don't be surprised if they if they get Deshaun again, because he's oh, trying to get his yeah. best to rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, moving on though. Since yeah. we're talking about free agency, since we brought him up, we go ahead and you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> D. Watt, man. No criminal yeah. charges is going to be filed. They had. They had 10 cases that they brought to the grand jury. Nine of them they said no to. The 10th one they was like, "We not. I ain't even going to try because I know what this is going to be. So here's what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to mute my mic. I'm going to let y'all have that. I'm going to go first. <laughs> I got some shit to say. Go ahead, bro. So, All right, so first thing first. I, was, uh, I did my research on this shit. So... As it pertains to the no criminal charges, I think what we have to understand is uh, massage therapists can't legally record sessions, right? You can't legally record sessions, and there wasn't quote-unquote penetration, so there is no what? Evidence. There's no evidence. You cannot file, you can't really win a criminal case, even though the whole reason why they even were allowed to present these cases in the first place is because they have evidence that some discrepancies occurred. We don't know what the discrepancies are, right? That's where Justin comes in because the nigga done did his research. Right? Uh, so this comes from... Yeah, I pull her name back up because I, I ain't gonna lie and say I know her name. It is Jenny Vrentas. She's a journalist. And uh, 
these statements and all of this information I'm about to say, this has been corroborated and stated in the statements and in court, right? So, one of the main things about this case is I believe a lot of people don't know what sexual assault is, right? Mm-hmm. So, one of the main statements that him and his people have made is that he did not do he didn't do anything wrong, right? So, on the statements that have been given, there have been quote unquote twenty two cases of him using a massage therapist that go back until two thousand and early two thousand twenty. Stated that the reason why he did it was because there wasn't because it was out of season because of the pandemic. He needed to have go see massage therapists. When this uh, reporter went and interviewed other NFL players, and NFL players stated that they didn't believe the allegations because, for one, nobody has 22 massage therapists. But what has been refuted today and other days that they've been uh, having this has been he has stated himself that he's had more than 30 and the only reason the more than 30 came out is because there's been talk of, oh, some of these some of these women have said, some of these other um, massage therapists have said, oh, he did nothing to him, to them. Mm-hmm. But you also have statements from the, from other people, some people who haven't even filed any charges, who have a record of stating that he showed himself to them, and then they, they told him that they were uncomfortable. They have a transcript of him stating that oh i'm sorry that you are uncomfortable but not just one time this is multiple times and multiple times dating back to the beginning of march 2020 cases were i mean the charges weren't filed till 2021 and many people are stating are stating like why didn't anybody like come out you have record of some of these women getting trying to get counsel from other massage therapists and things like that stating that these things happen and it's not one it's not two it's multiple now we don't know if all 22 cases are true there's a good chance that most all 22 are not yeah but the only thing that when you look at the evidence that's there right one of the main things is that i don't think that we understand what sexual assault is and one of the things that i was looking up that uh, was very clear was sexual sexual assault is an act in which one intentionally sexually touches another person without that person's consent or coerces or physically forces a person to engage in a sexual act against their will. And there's a key uh, point here. It's or. It's not and, it's or. Yeah. Meaning that it's one or the other. So if you did this without this person's consent, period, that's sexual assault. And I, I think that's one of the things that people have been fighting against because it's like, oh, he didn't rape her. Rape is not the only form of sexual assault. And if you willingly and you continually did this to multiple people, knowing your big grown ass know this is wrong, right? At the end of the day, it's still sexual assault. Now, this doesn't go whether he should be playing in the NFL or anything. 
we all gonna have our own different thoughts with that. My issue is that it's wrong, regardless, right? And the issue that we start to see is there's a lot of people out there, men especially, who's like, oh, they, they lying, they this and they that. But when you look at the facts of the case, this isn't a lie. These things have happened. However, whether you think they're valid or not goes to show whether you know what sexual assault is or not. Mm-hmm. And most people do not. That's all I got. I mean, you're right. <clears throat> you're right. I mean, it's all, it's all very odd, you know, especially with like so many different uh, massage therapists and like the timing of it all. And I mean, it's all like super, super odd. But I mean, I guess the court system is the court system, you know what I mean? And they decided not to press criminal charges. Which don't mean, which don't Shit. necessarily mean that he's, you know, what I mean not guilty. It's just like you said, they feel like they don't have enough ev- evidence to uh, take it to trial, and that's and, that. But the civil suits are still active, so just like any other rich person that get caught up in some shit, he gonna pay a lot of money out, regardless if he did it or not, and then he moves on with his life. I think for me, that part is what bothers me. What, that he's going to pay money and then move on with his life? Move on with his life. And I think that this right here is a teachable moment because it's like, again, we see rape as sexual. We see rape as the end-all, be-all. Like, these other things can't affect these other people's lives. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like lives are not forever oh, changed. They're going to have trauma. It's, yeah, it's going to be... It's going to be some form of trauma there regardless. And this is very much, I'm just saying, like, this is very so minimalized, especially in the media. Yeah. How they're, they're talking about this nigga getting traded as if that's the biggest case. That shit don't matter. Let's be real. I'm not. I feel you. But. It, I mean, I get it. History. History shows, bro. Once, Once the criminal stuff is done and over with. They move on like nothing ever happened. I mean, look at Ben Roethlisberger. They got video of his bodyguards standing guard while he went into the woman's uh, woman's restroom and raped that woman and came out like nothing happened. You can't tell me, like, you can't tell me he didn't rape that woman, but no criminal charges was filed. He paid some money out. He uh he got suspended six games because he got caught up in some bullshit. Came back, nobody ever talks about it anymore. They sure don't. Nobody. It's been happening over and over and over again, and it's the same. It's gonna be the same thing with this situation. Regardless if he got to pay money out or not, don't matter. Kobe had to pay money out too, and he was found not guilty. So it's like. Like we talked about earlier in the in the uh, group chat, it's like, yeah, it's very triggering that they're going to pay money out, but they had a chance to do something, and they didn't. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying it's, it's fucked up all the way through and through. To be caught up in that many cases is fucking wild. Wild as hell. But unfortunately, this is how the legal system works. And 
Yeah, he gets to live his life. And the thing is, also, a lot of these men, I'm just going to say this last part, who's saying all this wild shit, be very mindful that, especially some of y'all who have uh, daughters, daughters, if something happens to them and they don't tell you, yep. this might be the reason why. Oh, absolutely, for sure. Um, One last thing on this NFL news uh, segment, and then we got to move on. I got to I gotta get this shit off to y'all, man. I got to. When I seen the clip of Colin Kaepernick working out and it said, uh, I'm still working, my first thought was, why, my nigga? Like, who cares? <laughs> like, right. who cares, bro? Like, you, we all root for this man. He did the right thing. Nope. None of us are going to tell him he ain't, he ain't do the right thing. We'll ride for him because he did the right thing. But at some point in time, some point in time, we got to realize that him doing the right thing has now put him on a new path, a new path of, of purpose in his life. That NFL, that NFL shit is done, bro. Done. It's done. And it's not because it's not, it's not the fact that I don't think he's talented enough because I feel like he can play right now. You can't tell me that he, he can't play on half of the teams in the league. He can. He can. He could be somebody's backup. He could be somebody's starter. He can. He's that talented. But my nigga, when they set up, when they set up that, when they set up that tryout and all 32 teams was there, and they was waiting for you, my nigga, and you did what you did, it was a wrap, bro. It's a wrap. It's just being real, it's just being realistic. They was like, yo, we shitted on you. We shitted on you. The uh, collusion case came about. They wound up having to pay a bunch of money to him, to him Eric Reed, a bunch of other players in the league, paid him a gook of fucking money, right? Then they was like, all right, bet. We fucked up. Let's make this right. We're going to do this. We're going to do this workout. Everybody come. He had his own pro day and said, nah, and then... Sat up there in the interview and said whatever the fuck he said. I was done after that, bro. I don't care. Bro, you you had the shot. You you he would have got a job that day. He would have. He would have got a hey, job dude, that you, day. My bad, because you could have been with us, baby. Yeah, nigga, nigga, we need you, my nigga. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you would have been accepted in New York. You'd have been straight. But he said, fuck it. And also yeah. with that, bro, then that damn dumbass uh, Colin Black and White came out on Netflix. Let me, let me get my shit off on this, bro. I love Colin Kaepernick because he a black man, right? But I'm not about to sit there and waste my life watching this fucking TV show. I don't care how many people tell me they tell me how good it is. Nothing about his life other than football is interesting, bro. It's not. You was adopted. You lived your life. You know what I mean? You got you got took in by white people. They raised you. You went to college. You got drafted. This happened. Boom. Like, I'm cool. Like nothing in between. Nothing in between is gonna gonna get me to go, all right, I'm gonna click play on this. Fuck out of here. I'm cool. 
I'm not watching no Colin Kaepernick documentary. I'm not watching no Colin Kaepernick TV show on Netflix. I don't give a shit if he's in the NFL or not. It don't matter. What you did was great. I salute you for it. I love you as a black man. But other than that, I can give two shits about this nigga saying I'm working out still. Who gives a shit? Who Go play in a rec league or something. It don't fucking matter, bro. Go to outer space. Go take one of the vanity flights that they giving all these celebrities to go out out of space. Go throw a football up there. Don't nobody give a shit. They don't. You know where you need to go? You need to go to XFL when they come back. Fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch them. It, it yeah. don't matter. But that NFL shit is a wrap. Nobody's looking at you no more. He should have just... I said this shit before now. Justin's a prophet. Where's that? Where's that shit it is once the CFL? When this shit yeah. popped off, he should have took his ass to Canada. And they'd have been just fine. They'd have been just fine. He'd have been back. Already, balling. Hey man, it is what it is. He was done wrong. I, I he was done wrong. I'll say it all day long. He was done wrong. I mean, if Nate Boyer tells you, "Yo, instead of sitting down, Neil," every American should respect it. It's Nate fucking Boyer. But you know how to, you know how the world work. They saw a black man. They saw they saw a black man being slightly revolutionary. Mm-hmm. Oh nah, we gotta quiet these Negroes down because uh-huh. if if too many of them start doing this, then we're gonna have a fucking problem. Even though, even though before two thousand nine, they never did the anthem in NFL never. games. the The military, the military pays them over twenty two million dollars a year just to show patriotism. Fuck out of here! But y'all go ahead. So hot take though. I, I, again, I respect everything that he's done and all that shit, but I feel like in hindsight, he handled it wrong marketing-wise. Because what you just said, right? Mm-hmm. If he was told by somebody that's respected to do this, my first instinct, that's why that's why black folks, we got to get our shit together. We, our causes might be right, but if you can't get your message out properly, for people to understand, you're gonna be seen as the bad guy. Nobody gonna give a shit. They'll give a shit if you if you know how if you know how to to frame it in the right light. Absolutely. You would have absolutely he he would have been this shit wouldn't have ever. I think it could have still hit the the hearts and the, uh, the minds of people without it going to the left. If you if you go ahead and you make people be seen as what they are. Now the NFL has been exposed in this process, but no, nobody give a fuck. We know them niggas are shady in the first place. They right. still shady. Yeah, that's why I just don't understand you putting the clip up saying you working. I can do that shit. I can I can go I can go right now. Go to the motherfucking high school, throwing routes to one of y'all with a video camera and go. I'm working. So, what the fuck does that matter? You're not going to, bro, you're not getting a job in the NFL. I'll be shocked if he get a job in the NFL. But if he gets a job in the NFL, I'll watch him. But. I'm like this. When he came out and said, basically, the NFL is modern day slave trade. 
he was he was a rap after that. Bro, you I can't play thing. in the NFL no more. You can't. I my thing after that. And, and, and I mean, we look at the and then we look at the, the process of the draft and all that stuff. And yeah, we could we we see a lot of similarities there. Oh yeah, um, nah, like, for sure. Know, it's, it's, it's wild as hell. It is very wild. So we understand that. But I'm, I'm sitting there like, all right. You said that the NFL was basically modern day slavery. So you trying to get back on the plantation to pick cotton? Yo, you, it's wild. Like, this the like, whole like, the whole mentality the whole mentality of it don't don't make fucking sense to me. It don't. It it's like, it just don't. Even if I sat down with him. And he explained it to me. I'm still gonna look him dead sense. in the face and go, "This shit's stupid as hell." Like, dude, you just said that NFL is slavery, but you want to get back in the NFL, which is still slavery, or has it gotten better? Nah, it's it's, it's good. It's good. It's, it's good enough so you can get back in and play. Oh, it's the it's the top it. league in the world. It's the top league in the world with the top competition. So no matter how. No matter how much you bitch and complain to Moon about the top competition, you still want to play in it because you want to show, your ego wants to show, I can compete with these guys. It's not like fucking soccer where if you hate the Premier League, fuck it, I'll go to another league. Nigga, okay. There's all types of leagues. We just try to see who picked the most cotton. All right, bet. Yo, fam, it's wild. (laughs) It's wild. He got to relax. He got to go sit down somewhere. Continue with the activism, bro. Continue with the activism. Don't touch that shit. Hey, don't don't create no content though, bro. You not that interesting. Be behind the scenes, bro. Sorry. Word. This just don't. I know. I know niggas want to do it because because of, you know what I mean. What he stand for, and what he stand for is fucking awesome, and all the stuff that he's done in the communities. He really showed. He. He put his money where his mouth is, right? He did what he needed to do. Continue doing that, my nigga. We don't need you playing ball no more. That's that's your own ego fucking. That's what Ving Rain say in Pulp Fiction. That's your ego fucking with you. That's pride fucking with you. That's all it is. You can't say all that shit and be like, yo, I'm still working. I don't give a shit, bro. I don't. <laughs> I, I just Taz, don't. That shit irritates the fuck out of me. To Taz's point, it does hurt the narrative. It kills it. it. If you try, if you trying to play. I'm not playing in no place that say that I call the plantation because I don't want to. You know, big up to my ancestors, but I don't want to go back to slavery. Not at all. I'm not doing that shit. I'm not going back. Even even in like logical terms, I ain't going back to my old job, nigga. So what I'm going to go, because, Nick, you going back to Adidas? Fuck no. I'll <laughs> blow the building up before I did some shit like that. I'll make sure Taz wasn't in there and a couple other people that might be there that I like. But other than that, fuck that building. Fuck that company. All that shit. You won't catch me wearing Adidas. If, yo, fam, if I'm not with the wife and she, like, buys Adidas shit for my kids, I'm going to throw that shit outside. Fuck that, man. I hate Adidas. If hate he it. has that energy for Adidas, you can't tell me if you've been through this sh- shit storm with the NFL, you're gonna have that mindset. I don't. I don't see right. Because let me tell you what Harriet Tubman would have done if she was in this situation, right? 
And she never, she never went back into slavery, right? When she was, when she got free and escaped, she got, she went to other plantations to get other people out. Mm-hmm. So what you gonna do is you join the youth, what you join the other football league they just developed, and like, look, hey, it's all yeah. radio, hey, guys. hey, give give the Rock and his ex wife a call. They'll give you a job tomorrow. But also, Ted, you can't use Harriet. I know. <laughs> because she, if you go back, she's shooting your ass. <laughs> That's, That's right. That's right. All right. That is fact. She is. Moving, moving along, because we spent way too much time on that. But uh, So, cool enough, this episode, Justin gave us two topics. I don't remember the second one. You don't remember the second one, but anyway. Um about sound soundtrack to your life. I know. Yeah, we we gonna go with uh we gonna go with this one. What made you come up with this okay. one, sir? So what made me come up with this one is I was just thinking about like certain things I've done in the last ten years and things like that and what I would change and what I wouldn't change. And I was just saying, yeah. What advice would I give my myself ten years ago? Mm. So um, I'll go first. Ten years ago, two thousand and twelve. It's it's crazy because when I think back to the, especially like the summer of two thousand twelve, that was like the turning point in my life. It was when I <laughs> about flunked out of college, you know, but I lost my scholarship, and my dad uh, told me. If you lose your scholarship, I'm gonna kill you dead, nigga. Okay. And it made me it made me like put more focus into my studies, but it also made me like like kind of question like what I need to do and things like that. And even with that, it uh I went into another comfort zone that as I look back at myself now at almost 30, I never really got out of. Right. So if I could give any advice to my younger self, it would be to do what you want to do and not what others want you to do. Mm-hmm. Be very be very selfish with your dreams. And uh and I say advice because if I go back and I say I want to change anything, I really wouldn't change anything. Because everything that happened has made me the person that I am. Absolutely. But if I could give myself the advice, it would be to definitely put yourself first instead of putting others first. Um, mine is kind of sort of the same, but my advice to myself at what was I, 23? Almost 24? My advice for myself would be like stop and look at the bigger picture. Slow down, look at the bigger picture, and learn and take a deep dive into your passions. Because when I was doing what I was doing 10 years ago is pretty much the same as what I'm doing now. But what I was doing 10 years ago was with no knowledge and at a very entry level thing. So we was trying to make music. We were shooting videos. We was doing this and that, performing places, all that stuff, right? 
But even though all that stuff was great, there was really no plan in place. And there was no there was no real all right, so I need to do this, this, and this to get here. Not realizing that all along doing all of that, there was a passion for, there was a deeper passion for what I was doing. And it might not have been making the actual music, but it was everything around it. You know what I mean? Like, like everything I did then it has prepared me to do, like this podcast, for instance. The stuff that I do on the side with audio video. I work at an audio video company. I never knew in like in the future, shit, I'll just be working every I'll be doing the job that I've been pretty much trying to get into since I was younger. So I just tell myself, dude, take a deeper dive. Take a deeper dive into your passions, what's around you, and just Open your eyes and see the whole picture. And actually actually do some things that, like YouTube, for instance. YouTube putting a bug in my ear from the jump. Like, well, about around that time, you need to leave this situation with who we was rapping with and all that stuff, making music with, you need to just be done with that situation and do it on your own. And I feel like I I held on to it a little bit too long. So that's why I say I would tell my 23-year-old self, just look at the bigger picture and take a deeper dive into what you're doing. Because maybe I would have hit that passion earlier and it would have set me up for it has set me up for an easier road to where I'm am now, if that makes sense. No, that makes sense. Absolutely. I think for me, <laughs> this puts it in perspective. I've been at Adidas for twelve years. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, so I was two years in and I think what I would tell myself at that point would have would have been work harder. Not necessarily for Adidas, but for yourself. Mm. Because now that I look at it, there's so many things that I really wanted to do. I just never pulled the trigger on. Um, some of it was out of fear. Um, I ain't afraid to admit that. And some of it was just because I was lazy. Um like, I should have went to school, got my psychology degree, went on the master's thing, and then possibly be in my own practice or working for somebody or be in my own practice, let's put it that way. Um, because one thing that I realized is I a lot of people gravitate to me with a lot of issues, and they feel like, I just I guess there's just something about me they feel like they could just release this stuff too. And it's like, wow, it's like man, I really should have went to school for this because I could make some money out of this. Um because I give advice to people, man, and they come back and tell me, yo, that 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 little bit of suggestion that you gave me really really helped with this situation. 
I'd be like, ah, oh, no problem, you know, you know. But I, I would have told myself to work harder, um, and really apply yourself to getting to the. And don't be afraid to take that leap. Um, there's a lot of times, man. Like the one thing I've learned as I've progressed to the person I am today is that, like, life is full of unknowns. I mean, you walk out that front door every morning, you don't know what awaits you on the other side of that door. You don't know what awaits you when you get to your job. You don't know. and But we do it faithfully every day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's like, when you sit back and think about it, it's like, wow, I do this faithfully because I have faith that this is going to happen. But I don't put faith in trying to create something for myself. Wow. And it's like, man, it's like, really, that's, that's the thing for me. It'd be just to like say, look, for twenty-four-year-old Therese, work harder. Don't be lazy. Don't be afraid to take that leap. You know, get your education. Do the thing that you really desire to do, and go from there. It's like this life, and then life is full of unknowns. But it's okay. That's the beauty about life. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. Go out there and find out. Bro, yeah. you know what's crazy though. You can still do it. Yeah, I was no. about to do that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm actually doing research right now. To you actually, to you actually like with your job and like just your whole situation in life, like it's you're actually now. better prepared to pull it off now than yep. you were when, quote unquote, you could have done it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like now is a what better time than now? You know what I mean? I agree. Like, I, my schedule, my work schedule is perfect. I mean, I want to work the weekend, so I got Monday through Thursday. Right. Do it. So, I mean, most, most classes I was taking when I was in school was Monday through Thursday. Monday, Tuesday. So, yeah. Yeah. If you're doing, you doing online classes, you decide your schedule. Right. You exactly. can, And you can do it at your own pace. Exactly. That's what so, something I mean, is like. Yeah. You could do a bachelor's degree in two and a half years some places. I mean, yeah, if anybody right. would know, it's the dude down there. I mean, he got ninety-eight <laughs> degrees. I have, I have two, sir. Nah, nah, that that nigga got nine. Oh no, excuse me. Oh. We got ninety-eight degrees. No, technically, we got one because my parents said that first one is. <laughs> well, the <laughs> second one is a community one too. Yeah, it's a community one. Listen, I when when Justin starts talking now. On on the bottom where you see the views logo sign, I need to just put up his degree right there. You know what really? I mean? That's our degree. That's the views degree. Um, yeah, man, it's it's kind of cool. What's crazy though is, speaking of schooling, I always thought it was weird how, you know, you graduate high school at 17, 18 years old, and then they go go straight into college. Well, you know what I mean? Knowing me at 17, 18 years old, I had no fucking clue what I wanted to do. Most people don't really even know until, I don't know, twenty between 25 and 30. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, And then a lot of people that go to school, they get their degree, they graduate at 21, 22. By 28, they not even doing what their degree is no more. I'm an anomaly. See, I got my degree in, in marketing. I've never... Well, I can't say that. I've never directly used my marketing degree. I use my master's every single day. But my marketing degree, 
I never directly use it. But for like my outside businesses and stuff that I'm building now, yeah, I use that shit. Even stuff I go back and look at old like textbooks and old like uh lectures and stuff. Mm-hmm. That shit like for example, one of them shits just made me like six hundred dollars last week. Like let me hold a dollar, cuz let me get some. Now that shit go back into the you know back <laughs> <to> the corner, <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, you know, like, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy how the system kind of works like that. You would think, you would think with so, with so much, like, research and, and like, information, they would know, like, maybe maybe we should switch this shit up, because, you know what I mean? Like, 25. People, think about it. Most people wouldn't go back. Yeah, like more. I feel like more people go back than go initially. You know the thing, what I mean? The, the thing they don't do anymore is it's always it's high school to college pipeline. It's never high school to trade. It is. Like, now. It's more now. It is now. Yeah, now. Yeah. When we were in school, it wasn't that way. It was. Go to yeah, it was high school, college, get a job. Not right. high like, school. Go experience some stuff. Right. You know, like go experience some stuff and then come back when you when you're more mature and you know I boom, this is what I want to do. Cause when I left high school, one, like you said, I had an idea of what I wanted to do. But it turns out that ain't what I wanted to do. I was thinking about graphic design. I was terrible at a computer. Um, but my thing is is like this is a smart thing, and I'm my plot to teach my kids this when they get old enough. Is you ain't gotta go straight to college. Go get you a trade. You start your if you can start your own business through your trade, then send yourself to school. Oh well, like, I say this. Well, I don't even mean to cut you off that. No, you I, say this. I say this. Most people don't realize that because I know a lot of people are not aware of this. You don't have to choose your major until your junior year. That's true. So. A lot of it is our own doing, yeah. so we don't we don't realize. Cause I know when I when I came to the state, like we had that conversation. It was like it's better to choose your major, so you're not like rushing, but you don't have to choose your major right now because most people are not going to know. Like when I came in the state, I'm not supposed to be a marketing major. I wanted to go be sports management, which would have been phys- physical activity management. But niggas fucked up and they made me a mark. They gave me a marketing major. I could have went and changed it. I had to form my hand, but I met people who I got cool with because you in school for like the first the first week, nigga, you just partying before you even <laughs> yeah. before, before you even touch a classroom. Before any other students, upperclassmen come, you in with other freshmen partying, fucking off. So I met people that I was cool with, and I was like, these niggas is in the business, so I'm gonna do what they do. Mm-hmm. You don't realize, like, as you get older. That these are fucking times that you need to be paying attention, nigga. <laughs> yeah, Most yeah, people yeah. don't tell you that. Like, do I regret it? Absolutely not. Because I don't think I love sports, but I'm too passionate about them. So I feel like I'd be the fuck it up. But <laughs> business, I think, is more my lane, but it took me forever to take it seriously. Yeah. Now, if I could do sports psychology, that'd be perfect. I love sports. You can. And I, I, I mean, I'm saying, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But yeah, that's that's the route because it's like, man, when those guys retire from the NFL and they going through those little psychological meltdowns, 
Brown couch. <laughs> Brown couch. Yo, yo, Taz, fam, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you know this right now. If I ever walked in your office, you got a brown couch in there. I'm turning right around, dog. Yeah, I'm gonna sit down. Nah, some shit nah, I don't, nah, I'm not rolling with Taz, bro. He got something up his sleeve with that brown couch, bro. That was, that was too like, you know what I mean? That was too nailed down. <laughs> like, he don't got nothing else figured out, but he know he gonna have a brown couch. Nah, I don't trust him. Nah, I don't trust him. He gonna take videos of you crying. He go and put that shit on. Oh, absolutely. 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 He gonna put it on every social media. He gonna put it. He gonna he gonna put it on a floppy disk and send it to everybody we know. Floppy disk. He gonna gonna put it on VHS and go here. Nah, man. I don't don't trust Taz, bro. I don't trust him. (laughs) Now look, it's patient. It's patient of confidentiality, man. I can't put nothing out like that. Yeah, I, nigga, you can you can tell all in this, <laughs> but we gonna have a another friends giving, and right there on the screen is gonna be me just crying <laughs> for no reason at all. None. You damn bastard. Anyway, you got a um, you got a BAF for us, sir. Yes and no. Oh hell. So I'm, I'm gonna break it down to y'all. So All right. uh, no, now, question before we get into it: You want a full screen, or you want to no, stay like this? No, no full screen. All right, but like I'm still gonna do this. Oh hell, wrong one. All right, so for this rendition of Black as Fuck, I want to do a little something different. So I want to be transparent, and I want it, it to kind of be all of us, you know? And uh, I want to speak on something that, personally, I've been struggling with for the last almost a year, right? Well, since the end of June. And it's the feel, the feeling of being worthy of love right and it's uh, something that i was talking to one of my mentees well a couple of my mentees and it's a uh, especially for black folks it's like you always especially in the world that you feel like you're not loved you're always searching for it in some, some way whether that's romantic whether you want to be not even loved you want to be accepted or whatever in every form of your life and for me, I've never had that problem for 28 years. Because I knew no matter what, my parents, of course, of course you know you're loved, right? But it's a difference between people who have to love you, people who don't have to love you. And I think for me, it got uh, real murky when I lost my grandmother. Mm-hmm. That's the one person who I knew when people talk about conditional love, like unconditional love, there was no conditions on her love. You know what I'm saying? It was no, none of that. So when I lost that, it had me searching for it again. I didn't realize I was searching for it. And when you start searching for it, you start searching for it in, in people, in things, 
And then I had a couple of things that happened that made me right, really start focusing on self-love. And I realized, like, okay, I love myself, of course. But you still want to always have, feel like you are loved and accepted by somebody other than yourself. And it made me come to this point. I think we, in many facets of our life, we take things for granted, not realize the things we searching for have been there all along. So when I was thinking about this, I thought I always, you always see people think of that in romantic ways. And I realized all the love I've been searching for, I already had in my friends. I've already had in my family. It's just the matter of understanding that you are worthy of being loved. And my question to you guys are, have you ever had these feelings? And if you have, what has been your experience with them? Go ahead, Taz. We can't hear you, bro. Muted. My bad. I took my headphones off and it muted it. But, um, yeah, I felt that way before. Um, and the one thing that I think for me, self-love is first and foremost. You have to, you can't give that which you don't know. You have to learn it for yourself first. Um, and then once you love yourself, you're able to actually love others the way they deserve to be loved. But you have to you have to love yourself first. I think that for me is like, I had to learn that. I had to learn to love myself first. All my flaws, all that. Uh, and be truthful about them. Because a lot of times we we, want, we don't want to, we want to we wanna try to sugarcoat our issues, slide them under the rug. And then you keep walking by it every day. You just slide your issue under the rug, under the rug. And then, one day you wake up, come out your room. There's a big pile of issues <laughs> underneath the rug. Yeah, absolutely. You address them, you know, early on in your life. Whatever it is, if there's something that you can change, change it. But you gotta learn self love first and foremost before you can actually love anybody else. Because that, like I said before, you can't give that which you do not know. That's true. Um, absolutely. I think around the time, around the time I got sick, and started having those uh, like heart problems, what a lot of people out there don't know, these two guys know, of course, and then a few other people know. Um, the summer of yeah, summer of twenty twenty, mm-hmm. yeah, summer of twenty twenty, I almost kicked the bucket. Had no clue what was going on. And then come to find out, I got all these heart issues that just popped up. And then come to find out, you know what I mean? You know, it's hereditary and um, it might have got accelerated because I got sick December 2019. Like December 2019, going into January 2020. And I'm pretty sure, 
I'm pretty sure when we talk about it, I'm pretty sure we had COVID before COVID was a thing. Mm-hmm. We did. And um, it was like lingering issues from there. And I almost kicked the bucket. And around that time, from then, and then y'all know because I talked about it on the pod, all of 2021 was fucking wild for me. So, like, it was, it was a dark time for a long time. But you got to, at some point in time, you got to sit with yourself and really, like, like Taz said, you gotta you gotta sort it out. I mean, you gotta kind of you gotta sort it out and just kind of make yourself realize like everything's gonna be alright. Like you know what I mean? Like everything's gonna be alright. The people around you are there for a reason, and lean on them when when you can. You know what I mean? Like that's what. I feel like that's one of the underlying things when it comes to like true friendship. Like there's a bunch of people that was around me. I wouldn't say a bunch, but there was a few people that was around me during during that time, like during that like year and a half where I really needed I really needed people to lean on cuz I couldn't do it by myself. Like, I just couldn't. And they was there. You two guys and, you know what I mean, a few more was was there, you know what I mean? Like, was actually there, making sure I was straight. So now, now to the point of, like, when it comes to, when it comes to doing the non-manly things, like showing emotion or expressing yourself, um, being able to truly take accountability for your actions or, you know, being able to guard your peace and all that stuff like that. I've gained that through those times and, you know, being able to lean on you guys and my family and, you know I mean, people that was truly there, so. Yeah, and before we get off of this, uh, there's another part I forgot to add is that another part that, like, really helped me was the growth of my faith Mm. and the uh, I went through a transition right before this where, you know, I converted to uh, Islam with things like that. But it's funny because the things that got me through was not just the Quran, it was the Bible and gospel music. And now people are like, what? what? <laughs> but the, Quran, the Quran definitely got me through and it, it like showed me more my focus towards God. But Definitely listening to gospel music, especially like I know some people listening, I'm like, who the hell are these people? But the anointed pace sisters, right? Yeah. Their first like four out well, their four albums. I played them shits back to back to back. And just like hearing these certain things and on top of reading it and seeing God's work happen every day, it made me like be like, okay. I can now I have the tools to kind of like push through what I'm feeling, but also understand that if I have God's love, I love myself and every, everything else will fall into place. You know, that was awesome. But I was sitting here thinking when you said that, because a lot of people, a lot of people only see the dynamic when they listen to the pod or they watch the pod. But 
you know, we've gotten from so many people, yo, how does this work, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how does this work with you three dudes, right? Because you got Taz, who is a deacon of a Christian church, right? Mm -hmm. If going back to as far as I can remember, Taz has always shown he is very heavily faithful, right? He's very heavy in his faith. He don't shy away from it. He don't. He don't just throw it in your face every time you see him. Like every time you see him, he's not like, "Hey, man, I got a word for you." You know what I mean? Like, it's, <laughs> he's not like that or nothing like that. Is you got a question? He'll talk for days about it. I talk. You know what I mean? He's he's our uh, he's our cousin Carl on the uh, Kendrick album, but um, you know he he's a and that's the thing about Taz too. That's a like a false perception. He's a straight laced guy, but he got a wild hair. <laughs> I mean, he got a wild hair in him, right? And then you got Jay, who's talking about, yeah, I converted to Islam, which is wild as hell. It's wild as hell because of just me knowing you and your life. And I, I was raised in the church. I was in the church three times a week. That's what I'm and saying. And the funniest thing is, y'all know I'm militant. Yeah. Right. My parents were like, like, well, will it fit? And they, <laughs> they, knew, they knew I still believe in God. And that's the biggest thing, right? Right. Whether I'm a Christian, a Muslim, whatever, it, I still, I always felt like they're different sides of the same coin. So that shit didn't matter. So it's like, all right, you got this Christian on this pod. You got a, you got a, uh, a newly Muslim on a pod. And then you just got me <laughs> like I'm I'm in between like I it's like I take pieces and parts from from a lot of different things and it just kind of works. It's just wild. I know when people listen to that segment and listen to all of us talk about this stuff, I know it's gonna hit their mind like, yo, fam, how the how <laughs> in the fuck does this work? <laughs> like, how does this work? But we real good friends, like. If any one of us need each other, like the line is there, you know what I mean? Like his line is always open, all that stuff. Like we have plenty of times where we have porch time where we just talk about stuff before pods, after pods, we just talk about stuff like everybody cool with each other and all that. You yeah, don't get it twisted. The Lord ain't done with us yet. Not yet. <laughs> I will beat your ass outside the church with a kufi on. <laughs> Yo, that's what. That's Yo, that is wild. <laughs> oh, yo, pulling somebody out of a church with a kufi on is nuts. You hear me? Like, you know how nuts that sound? But, <laughs> yo, yo, that is nuts. But I wouldn't expect it no other way, though. I wouldn't expect it no other way. Um, moving along, though, you also had a cool topic. That I, I I thought this was like a super dope topic. Um, Justin put in the group. If we can pick three songs, what was it? If you can pick three songs that would be the soundtrack to your life, what would it be? I'll let y'all go first. Justin, go. <laughs> okay. So, first of all, how I came up with this question is y'all. I, I had some little CBD, you know, <laughs> cool, cool, cool anxiety, 
and I was listening to one of my favorite songs of all time, which is one one of the songs on my list, which is the Gap Band Outstanding, mm-hmm. right? And the reason why I picked that song is because it just reminds me of like growing up, spending time with my family, going to cookouts, going to spending time in DC. Everybody just there. Niggas arguing, fussing, and fighting, uh, playing cards. But if you fuck with one, you gotta fight everybody. Like this, that song just brings that those emotions out for me. And then, who am an old nigga? Do <laughs> I think about this? Um. So an, another song for me. Whew. I can't like pinpoint them down, but it's a uh, more money, more problems. Okay, and it is because as I get older and I elevate and I see certain things in my life, and I've been through different portions of my life, whether that's doing right, doing wrong, having money, not having money, you see that the more success that you have, you do have more issues that come with them. Plus, I just love the song, and it reminds me of New York City, of growing up in that in that time. And the final song, it's like <laughs> the soundtrack of my life is International Players in. <laughs> and the reason, <laughs> the reason for that, I don't think it's like, oh, these are three weird songs. But the reason for that one is because of I'm at a point in my life now where all the things that I want, it's like it's kind of a fight because of the whole I used to be. And then and then when I look at uh just look at that video and that song, it just reminds me of like just having a good time, but now you on a you are that point of your life where you no longer uh, want that you have to deal with all the shit that comes with it so mm-hmm. for me it's like those three those three songs kind of it reminds me of my past but it also like shows the journey that I'm going on go ahead Taz alright so <laughs> mine, mine's kind of well it's not weird but um, so it's three songs First song was um, John Mayer, "Bigger Than My Body." Um, reason being, I'm not that tall of a guy. I'm like five eight. <laughs> <laughs> but, but my um, the, my personality is a lot bigger than me. Um, so there's that. So that's if anybody wants to know about Therese, yeah, I might be in short stature, but my personality is huge. Um, there's a song uh, called Reflections by Andy Mino. Um and that basically that song is just basically, you know, I'm on, I'm always uh I'm an introspective person. So, you know, I'm always thinking about how can I be better? I think about the, the mistakes, mishaps I've ever made in life and how I got better from those or how I'm still working to get better from those. So, just that's another thing about Terrence. Terrence is a very introspective person. I'm always locked in here. Um, the last song, because I am a father now, um, so 
it would be this is gonna sound weird, but just the two of us by Will Smith. So it's more so I say that song because one, it's me and my wife, and then we have our two boys, but I'm I look at each one of them and go, you know, when it's just us. Us, I, I pour, I pour myself, my love into that person who's with me. So if I'm with my wife, you know, all my attention's there. If I'm with Carter, all my attention's there. If I'm with just Cameron, just all my attention's there. Mm-hmm. So I guess that you get that dynamic. It's just like when it's me and the other person. That's hey, you're my focal point. You know, just let you know I love you, uh, and I'm, Daddy's always gonna be here, or. Husband's always going to be here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess, yeah, that I was thinking, I was thinking, um, had another song. It was, um, sky's the limit by, uh, B I G. That's a good one. <laughs> but I was like, basically because, you know, regardless of, uh, the limitations that people put on you, you can excel those limitations and sky's the limit. All right, so mine's might be a little bit darker than y'all's. <laughs> but see, this this one is hard. And the reason why it's hard for me to just pick three is because, because of the, the first song that I'm going to pick, the first song that I'm going to tell y'all about from this artist alone, there's like a few that stand out to me. Um Uh, a cold, uh, coldest winter by, by uh, Kanye. Definitely has to be one. But see, the thing is, I can pick three Kanye songs, and they are like, I'd be good with them, you know. Like I, I'd be straight. Uh, the other two Kanye songs would have been um, Good Morning and I Wonder. But. I mean, if I got to pick one, Coldest Winter, because it's like, people like to shit on 808s and Heartbreaks, but 808 and Heartbreaks saved my life, bro. It's like, I'm not going to go into detail about it, but it literally saved my life. So that song in particular, uh, that um, Solo Dolo by uh, Kid Cudi. Yes. I missed this solo dolo by uh Kid Cuddy and um mm. This one's tough, bro. You I, I feel like I want to change my answer. <laughs> <laughs> I, might, I might need to add Jesus walks on there. <laughs> my <laughs> I'm always asking, how can I be better? So yeah, that makes sense. Should add that in there. Maybe. Um, those two and uh, suicidal thoughts by Big. Again, I'm not gonna get in. I'm not gonna get into it. It ain't even the. It ain't even the suicidal part about it. It's uh, it's uh, very relatable. Like as I got older, like. I always heard it from when I was a kid, mm-hmm. but as I got older 
and I started living life and I experienced the things that I experienced. There's a lot of things that he said in that song that makes me go, I get it. I I understand. I understand the place that he was coming from when he had the balls enough to go in the studio and go, all right, I'm about to throw all this shit down. But yeah, that that's my three. But see, the thing about it is, I'm such a music lover that I can have a, I can have so many different songs that can go so many different ways. You know, so, but yeah, those are my three. I know mine is a little bit darker than y'all's, but yeah, mine was just more like moments in time. Yeah, than yeah, I yeah, yeah. Mine was more of a progressive thing, like yeah, yeah, fit me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. that's nah, cool. No, nah, no, nah, that makes sense though, because I mean, I actually like those songs. Solo Dolo. I mean, that was uh, the second album, right? Mm-mm, that's the first, that first one. That's the first one. I'm sorry, first one. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the song, though, that I wish was part of my, my life, but I don't because I don't condone this behavior no more? Mm-hmm. I got a story to tell by B. Because oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was in his ass when he was playing against the Utah Jazz. He was fucking that nigga girl <laughs> while he was playing a professional basketball game. That's crazy. That's nuts, bro. Yo, you got to... yo. Come outside. You know what I mean? Like, nah, come outside, bro. We just gonna have to shoot the fair one and it's gonna be what it is. The worst part about that fucking song, it's a true story about Anthony fucking Mason. Yeah, for sure. That's wild. It's wild, bro. Wild as hell. Um, You got words of wisdom for us, Taz? And also, do you want the big screen or you want to stay like this? You keep it small because, I mean, it's, it's not long. <laughs> okay, sir. Hey, everybody. This is High Definition Podcast. I'm Maurice. I'm Therese. Listen, uh, you can find us on Facebook at Facebook at High Definition Podcast. You can also find us on IG at High underscore Definition underscore Podcast. Listen, new episodes drop every Tuesday at 8 p.m. with a video premiere on Facebook. It's coming soon to YouTube and it also drops on various podcast platforms. So, y'all come check us out. Leave us a five star review wherever you go. And y'all remember to live life from the highest definition. We have definitely got to re-record that. <laughs> hey, man, you got to do what you got to do, bro. Yeah, I got, I got, we got to get that done. But um, for today's words of wisdom, it's and this is the weird, this is the crazy thing, how this whole talk has been going with everything with the last two segments. But here's the words of wisdom for today. Be with people who know your worth sincerely. You don't need too many people to be happy. Just a few who appreciate who you are. I'm telling you, man. It's Bruh. it's weird how stuff come together. It's crazy because I was I was sitting like, did Justin know my words of wisdom? I was sitting there like, <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, and then you started talking. I'm sitting there like, what the heck, yo? <laughs> Bro, it's it's weird, man. Listen, I met. A, I met a dude, I met a dude named Slim one time. At uh he was at where we meet him at? We met him at he came to the building. And he came to the building, he had this old broken down Casio keyboard. But uh like some of the keys was 
they was there, but they was kind of like like messed up a little bit, but they still played. I don't know how he made it play, but he just he was a phenomenal singer. He can play the uh the keyboard, he can play the shit out of the keyboard. But he was talking to us and something that always stood out to me was he was like, bro, he feels like everybody's connected. Like everybody is on like this same wavelength. It's almost like we're on the same string. And we all think, at some point in time, we all think on the same plane. Mm-hmm. And that's how, you know I mean, how we connecting and stuff. And throughout this episode, like you said, a lot of times, a lot of times we don't talk about, we just kind of go, hey, what we want is topics. We'll throw some topics in there. And then we'll just kind of pick, all right, these are the three that we really want to go with. And then we'll have subtopics that we talk about, as y'all see. But we really don't talk about too much what what we're going to talk about in the topics. Because we like to just come on here, we'll talk, and then we just bounce ideas off. It feels better that way. And sometimes you get episodes like yeah, this where... It kind of all lines up and it fits. And I always think about that dude named Slim. I never seen him again. Never seen him again. I I wonder I wonder how he's doing, you know what I mean? Like I know he had a kid or whatever. Wonder how he's doing. Wonder wonder if uh life is treating him right. But uh yeah, shout out to Slim, man. Wherever you are. You probably won't watch this or listen to this at all, but if you do, hey man, people out there are still thinking about you, dog. <laughs> um, y'all got anything uh, anything on the brain before we get up out of here? Uh, I'm about to go to bed and wake up 34. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. But nah, other than that, though, take care of yourselves. Get healthy. Stay healthy. Eat right. Drink plenty of water and mind your business. <laughs> yeah, and also... Also, to piggyback off of that, remember, we getting old now. We are. So, so you can't be going out there like I did, <laughs> doing back-to-back events like that. You can't do two oh. events in a week. Mm-mm. One a week, and maybe. Always, and always remember, treat the janitor like you treat the CEO. That's a fact. Because I've seen some shit this week. Just know, if y- y'all can treat the wrong person, uh... Fucked up, and a couple years later, they're gonna shit on you. So make sure you treat everybody with respect. That's facts. That's a good one. And always remember no matter the view, it's always with respect. And that's another episode of Views from the Floor podcast. <laughs>